0: Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. ACA open enrollment ends in many states. More promising results are seen with CAR-T treatments. And the American Diabetes Association recommends drugs with cardiovascular indications. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Laura Jost. Today is the deadline in most states for enrolling in health coverage for 2018 through the Affordable Care Act. While CMS shortened the open enrollment period to prevent people from waiting until they were sick to buy coverage, there are two types of special enrollment periods for 2018 that may have an impact on signups. The first affects those whose plan is discontinued for the next year. And the second affects people who were affected by hurricanes in Texas, Florida, and Puerto Rico. Policy analyst Shelby Gonzalez told Kaiser Health News she worries some consumers will not know how to activate special enrollment periods. The bottom line here is many consumers experience a discontinuation of their plan this year. Notices are complicated and these consumers in particular are going to get several notices, which may result in more confusion. Updates in CAR-T cell treatments were big news at the 59th American Society of Hematology annual meeting and exposition in Atlanta. Results from the Juliet trial, which involved chimraya in patients with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, achieved a 53% overall response rate in 81 infused patients, including a 40% complete response at three or more months of follow-up. Results for patients in the Zuma-1 trial involving patients with refractory aggressive non-Hodgkin lymphoma showed a 42% ongoing response with Yescarta. Kimraya, one of the two FDA-approved CAR T-cell treatments, may have new uses in the future, according to Dr. Steven Schuster of Penn Medicine.
1: The um, lymph- lymphoma indication so far is diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, and there we have Roughly 40% remission rates, uh, regardless of which study you're talking about and which CAR T cell you're talking about, and they're durable. So um, um, I have the some of the longest follow-up, uh, which I published yesterday in the New England Journal of Medicine, and these patients in remission, uh, uh, it lasts for years. So the median. at And that report was 29 months, the median follow-up, and none of the complete responders had relapsed. So this is a breakthrough for relapsed refractory lymphoma patients who don't, again, don't respond to conventional therapies or to salvage therapies.
0: For full coverage of the meeting of the American Society of Hematology, visit AJMC.com. More than two years after the first trial showed that a diabetes drug could prevent cardiovascular deaths, the American Diabetes Association has included recommendations on this use. The 2018 Standards of Diabetes Care contains specific recommendations for using loraglutide, empagliflozin, and canagliflozin to reduce cardiovascular risk for patients with diabetes and a history of heart disease. The standards also include new recommendations on the following. Use of continuous glucose monitoring, lipid management, screening for diabetes in teens, and personalization of care for older adults. However, the ADA did not follow the recent recommendation from the American Heart Association and the American College of Cardiology to lower the threshold for high blood pressure for people with diabetes. For more, visit AJMC.com. Finally, a new study in the American Journal of Managed Care finds that despite changes in insurance plans to give consumers more clout, unnecessary medical spending remains a problem. The study, by researchers from the USC Schaefer Center and the RAND Corporation, found that consumer-directed health plans had little or no effect on curbing spending on 26 specific services that health industry groups called low-value. Said study author Dr. Naraj Sood of the USC Price School of Public Policy, Consumer-directed health plans are a type of high-deductible plan that was basically created to save money and encourage consumers to spend less on health care but we can't find any impact from these plans on spending for low-value services that provide unclear or no clinical benefit to patients. For the full study, visit AJMC.com. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Laura Jost. Thanks for joining us. And to learn more about any of the stories in this podcast, visit the website at AJMC.com or see the show notes.